Hello and welcome to episode 78 of Command Space on 5x5. I am your host, Mike Hurley, and today I have the pleasure of being joined by Mr. Sean Blanc. Hi, Sean. Hello, Mike. Welcome Thanks back. for having me on the show. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Sean, what do you like to be known for these days? My rugged good looks oh, and wow. excellent breath. Anyone that is within a meter of you will know that these things are correct. More than a meter, I hope. Closer or further? <laughs> further. So you want your breath to be smelt from miles around. <laughs> well, it's it's delightful. <laughs> I can attest to this. Thanks for being here today, Sean. My pleasure. So I wanted to, I've had you on the show a few times before in the past. Um, and we've spoken about your site, SeanBlanc.net, and we've spoken about uh, the book that you wrote as well, Delighted in the Details. I'm mm-hmm. going to put both of those uh, episodes of the show in the show notes, which can be found at 5x5.tv slash cmdspace slash 78. But since the last time I had you on, um, you've gone and launched a brand new website um, completely called uh, The Sweet Setup. Where did the idea for The Sweet Setup come from? And maybe if you want to give a very brief overview as to what the site is about. Oh, boy. The uh, Well, let, let's just start at the very beginning. Um, when I first started my website years and years and years and years ago, this was, uh, Mike, you were probably a child at the time. Mm-hmm. This was before podcasting existed. Uh, you know, years and years ago, there was a, a young lad by the name of Glenn Woolsey who also had a website, and uh, he'd been blogging for a little bit longer than me. And he would, on occasion, do these interviews with people, and they were the you know famous Mac user setups or things like that. And I remember one that he did in particular was with a guy who had the largest iTunes collection at the time, and it was something like seventeen billion songs or something like that. And it was all his records and all his CDs that he had collected over the years. He put them all on the computer, put them in his iTunes and he had, it was like a whole terabyte or something like that. You know, by today's standards, that's nothing. But back then it was this big deal. And I thought these uh, interviews were really, really cool. And so a couple of years down the road, when I started my new website, Chamblanc.net, I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to carry on this tradition and, and I want to interview people about their, their Mac setup. And, you know, and so I called it the sweet Mac setup and it was this interview series where I would just ask people about the hardware that they use and the, the apps that they use. And, you know, what was your ideal setup look like with, you know, if, if, uh, if Apple invented anything that you asked them to invent and if you had unlimited money to, to buy it with, what would it be? And so I, um, I did these interviews for a number of years on my site. And then also uh, so you got that kind of, you know, that's one category. Then also on my side, I would write a lot of reviews, kind of these in-depth reviews of software and Mac apps and and then now iOS apps, you know, because this was all before the iPhone even existed back, you know, when this first started. And so, uh, so anyways, I kind of had these two things. I had these people talking about all this, the stuff that they use. And then I had all these reviews of uh, some really, really high quality apps and, and software and stuff like that. And so I always thought it would be cool to do my my original idea was to do a book. I was going to do an ebook that was, you know, Sean Blanc's guide to a sweet Mac setup or something like that, right? And it would have uh, all my inter- reviews that I'd done of, you know, Mar- Mars Edit and apps like, uh, you know, Transmit and Net Newswire back in the day, you know, before Net Newswire uh, kind of went on hiatus. And I was going to do this 
book with all these awesome reviews in it. And then I was going to also interject some of these interviews with people and, and say, you know, here's an example of, you know, Mark Jardine. He's the guy behind Tweetbot. Of course, back in the day, he, you know, this was even before Tweetbot existed. Um, when I interviewed him, he was one of the first guys I interviewed. Uh, and so people like that, you know, here's a famous person. They're really cool. And here's some of the apps that they use. And so that was going to be the the book. And then, uh, it was just one of those projects in OmniFocus that you kind of map out and you put it in there and then it just kind of sits there. And I never really got around to it. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, this this would be, this is like a living, breathing type of a thing. You don't want to put this in a book form because, um, you know, A, by the time this book is six months old, there's probably going to be three more updates to whatever app is in there or 10 of the apps that are in there. And, you know, so-and-so who I interviewed, a year from now, they're going to have a completely different hardware setup. So I, I was like, this needs to be a little bit more uh, of a living, breathing organism instead of just a, a book. So I decided it should be a website. And uh, so I started working on it and um, took some inspiration from uh, Brian Lamb's website, The Wirecutter. I'm a huge fan of that. And I like the way that they kind of have put the the tone and the voice of the stuff that they review. They They do much more hardware stuff. And you know they'll say this is the best vacuum cleaner, and they'll they'll try out twenty five different vacuum cleaners and tell you the best one. And so I was like, I'd love to take that same approach for our reviews. You know, we're we're doing the reviews of software, but what if we frame it not of in terms of here's a review of the latest and greatest, but rather here is a review of this whole category of a type of an app, and we've picked what we consider to be the best one. And so that's sort of the that's sort of the long version of the genesis of, of the site. It's now almost two months old, and uh, it's been a blast. It's going really, really well. Lots of really positive feedback and having a lot of fun doing the site, and and, uh, and, and there you go. What made you decide, decide to evolve the idea um, away from just Mac setups and turn it into, like, all sorts of things, so, like, um, apps and and setups of iPhones and iPads. What why did you decide to 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 sort of bring it out and widen the scope? Why not just start a new website called the Sweet Mac setup and just have it be interviews only? You mean? Yeah, like where where did it come from for you that it was more than just the interviews and that actually kind of really now the main thing is like the the wire cutter type stuff. Like what was it that that what was the sort of the the switch that flicked that made you think that actually this shouldn't just be about the interviews? I want I want it to be more than that, and think it can be more than that. I think it was just the the evolution from it, the original idea going that it was going to be a book of reviews, right? That it was going to be here's Sean Blanc's guide to the suite setup, um, and it was you know you download some PDF and it would have a review of you know here's on review of net newswire and here's a review of transmit and here's x y and z and then i was like well for extra content it'd be really cool to put these interviews in there as well so that's actually kind of how um the website then went from being uh, just a uh, saying hey i should pull all these interviews that i've been doing on chamblanc.net you know maybe i should build a new home for them it was actually going what if i just kind of built this whole this idea for this book instead kind of mix it around, put it on the stove, added some different ingredients and turned it into a website instead. And so that's, I think that's kind of how it happened. Does that, does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Oh, oh good. Why did you, um, why, why wasn't this just part of net? Why wasn't it just like net 
slash suite setups. Why did you decide that it needed its whole site of its own? Because I think that it, I wanted it to, I, I, th I thought it could do better on its own. I thought that if I built it out as its own site, um, then I could build a, like it would be more than just a, um, like a waterfall, a reverse chronological order, uh, atypical blog, right? Like it's, it's more of a publication or like a magazine, um, like an evergreen magazine. It's kind of more, the, I think the, the format for what it is, as opposed to a blog, right? It's, it's, it's not a blog. We have a blog, but it's not a blog. It's, uh, you go to the homepage and you don't see, uh, the latest 10 articles in reverse chronological order. Like if you went to Schumblank.net, what that's what you would find. And I wanted it to be, you know, we spend hours and hours and hours writing a review of the best journaling app. Like that article is relevant for as long as our pick remains the best, right? And then say a, a right, you know, right now it's day one is the best, right? And so let's say that tomorrow a new app comes out and it it is amazing and it blows day one out of the water and has all these great things. And so what we would have to do is we'd go in and we would update our article and say, okay, the best journaling app is, you know, this new journaling app that just came out or whatever. And, but that article itself would still remain, you know, relevant and important. And so I didn't want it to just get lost in the archives because we wrote it six months ago. I wanted it to stay right on the homepage because it's always relevant because it's still our best pick. And so basically I wanted a site that could handle that type of evergreen content that it has. There's a lot of relationships between the different articles we write. We're also doing some tips and stuff. And then these other articles, like the interview articles. And so I kind of wanted like a really good place for all this stuff to be able to categorize it by the type of app that it is. If it's a you know productivity app, if it's a writing app, if it's social networking. So these different categories also be able to categorize it, categorize it by the platform that it's on. So you can search and see all the apps that we've picked that are for the iPhone, or you can see all the ones we picked for the iPad or the Mac and things like that. And it was just, you know, that, um, that vision I had for it was way bigger than just like a new tag on Schumblank.net. Like I really wanted it to be its own custom, custom built CMS, a lot of custom fields, a lot of interrelationship between the different articles and things like that. Um, and it turned into be, you know, it was a, you know, really big project. It was a lot of work. Um, and I'm, I'm really, really happy with how it turned out. So I think, I think that's why I knew it needed to be its own thing because um, I wanted it to be you know, what what you see, you know, now is is pretty much exactly what I was hoping for it to be. And and uh, so I, I just felt like it needed to be its own thing for that for that to happen. The site looks incredible. Like it's it's very um, it's very professional looking. It's, it has the look of a site that is you know run via like a multi-million dollar so you know like you know you get like these huge well blogs yeah it space, is you know well I, I mean i know that but you know you, you like to pretend that you know mm -hmm. it's not the you're not backed by a massive media conglomerate um but did you build the site yourself did you get help with it how did how did the the site's inception sort of i had a be? lot of help there was no way that i was going to be able to do it on my own um i so i ended up bootstrapping it i you know, you mentioned earlier we talked about my book, Delight is in the Details. So I basically took a lot of the money that I, I made from that book and then used that to hire a designer and developer to build the site. 
Um, and it's a couple of really good friends of mine actually ended up uh, working with me on it. The designer, uh, his name's Eric Olson. He lives out in Florida. And so he did all the the front end, all the design, everything. And uh, it, I just, it, it turned out perfect. Like I'm super, super happy with it. Uh, you know, it looks great on the iPhone and on, you know, whatever device you're on, it looks great. And then Jonathan Christopher did all the development for the WordPress stuff. And he basically, um, you know, like he's a WordPress genius. And so I kind of just gave him like all these scribbles of sort of how I was hoping that things could work together and, and uh, you know, different custom fields so that if you're in this, if you're on this page, you see this view and, you know, different types of metadata that are related to the app and, and the way that that kind of all, um, you know, relates to it. And he just kind of built it out and even better than what I thought it was going to be. And uh, so I had, I definitely had a lot of help and, and they did that. And then um, Stephen Hackett is helping me do a lot of the managing stuff for scheduling the articles that we're working on. And then another friend of mine, Jeff Abbott, uh, he's the editor of the site. So he kind of edits everything before it gets published. And then I now sit as like the editor in chief. So we have an editor in chief, we have a managing editor and we have a senior editor, which I guess is really common. Um, so, I, you know, I guess we're normal now. Uh, but anyways, then I'll, I kind of work with people to, uh, to, um, for the, the contributing authors that we have that are doing the, the reviews and things like that. And I'll reach out to people and ask them, Hey, you know, we're trying to get an article about, you know, calculators. And so reach out to Dr. Drang, Hey, you know, you know a lot about calculators. Would you help us write the review and pick the best iPhone calculator out there and, and try to find people that are good at communicating things, know about a certain topic really well, and then ask them to do uh, do an article for us. And that's kind of my role right now. How important to you was the functionality of the site, not even necessarily the look? Like you mentioned about sort of drawing out and wireframing a bunch of this stuff, you know, these sketches that you mentioned. Um, I mean, because, you know, it could have just been a a blog with with a fancy homepage that just had some fun links on it. So how important was it that everything would be sort of linked and interconnected where necessary? And why did you think that that was important? That's a great question. Um, the design and the functionality were both equally important to me. Um, I really wanted the when the site launched, we launched in November, uh, I wanted it to look, you know, like you said, look like this multi-million dollar site that's, you know, backed by this large uh, media conglomerate as opposed to, you know, what it really is, just a, just a couple of guys from the Midwest, um, you know, pretending to know something about apps. And so uh, so I really wanted it to look fantastic because I feel like that first impression, um, especially on like nowadays, uh, people are not as, um, I don't know, some people are are accepting and forgiving. But I think that a lot of times when you're you're doing something like this, where you're stepping in, you're going, "Hey, we're claiming that that we have the um, the 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 time and the energy and the know-how to research and to pick the best app in a certain category." And you know that's that's a pretty audacious thing to say that that you're doing. And so I really wanted the site to look uh, very professional, very you know top-notch, uh, top-shelf, but also very welcoming and kind of, you know, lived in. That it wasn't this, um, it, it's not a museum of, of apps, it's a living room. That, you know, these are these are the apps we actually use. And we're not just picking them because they look neat on paper. Like, we actually spent hours using our favorite app 
And that's why we agree that is the best because we've used it. And so I wanted it to have this lived-in feel. So the design was ultra important, but I also the the functionality was was equally important to me because um, I knew that if I started it without the kind of the foundation of the CMS in place, then it would make it every time we posted an update, it would be that much harder to uh, to eventually get the CMS to where I wanted it to be. Like if we just just started, you know, quick and dirty with just a blog and, uh, you know, just figure it out later as we go. I knew it would get harder and harder and harder to just figure it out later and that we would just kind of be digging ourselves into a ditch. And, and I, so I just was like, let's just get the functionality uh, built from the, from the get-go. Um, so that way, you know, the homepage, when you go there, there's kind of this uh, hero image and then there's a grid underneath that. And, and so I wanted all of that to exist and be easy to do right off the bat because that's what I wanted the homepage to be. I didn't want it to be this the the, the waterfall type reverse chronological stuff. So um, so we were able to get the design and the the development stuff done uh, pretty much exactly the way we wanted it before before we launched, and I'm really happy about that. How do you intend uh, the suite setup to be read? I mean. You've probably got a lot of uh, nerds that subscribe to the RSS feed, like I do, um, and then I guess you know you have a bunch of people that f- that follow the site on Twitter too, um, that sort of stuff. And I guess you have people that that come to the site via links. Like, do you do you think of the site as one that is you know f- for RSS, or do you consider it more as like a reference material? Um, both. I think that. Uh so we've got like a newsletter, we've got the RSS feed, like you said, the Twitter feed, and then the site itself. And, um, you know, we, we're right now we're on track. We're doing about one, uh, you know, pick like an app review going, you know, this is the best, uh, you know, PDF app. This is the best, uh, you know, camera, uh, iPhone edit camera editing app or whatever. Um, we're doing about three to four of those a month right now. And then also every Monday we do the interviews, We've also got uh, like a quick tip that we do once a week. And then we've been over the holidays, you know, there were a lot of sales going on. We did like a roundup of some of the best games, um, some different things like that. We've got some other uh, articles like that. Uh, someone's working on one for, um, you know, like a guide to, you know, paper, setting up a paperless uh, workflow, you know, best software for paperless uh, office, stuff like that. Um, so you could absolutely subscribe to it in your RSS feed and you're going to get one article a day pretty much and uh, you can see that you know and you can read it right there like we don't truncate the feed or you can go to the site and read it on the site which i highly recommend because we're using uh whitney from the you know typography guys from hnfj and it's just such an amazing i'm a huge huge fan of that that typeface and that's actually one of the other reasons why i wanted to build the suite setup as its own website just because i wanted an excuse to use whitney in a design so we use that exclusively for everything and i love it um, you know, so you can, uh, you can go to the site and then say you're, you're, if you're tracking with us, you know, chances are you'll read, you know, maybe you read everything we publish every day. Maybe you're mostly just interested in the, the interviews, or maybe you're just waiting for the next, you know, iPhone app recommendation because you don't have an iPad or a Mac or who knows what it is. Um, you know, so you can just kind of follow along or if you just go to the site to browse around, like I said, you've got, uh, we've got these breakdowns by categories and by platforms. So if you're like, hey, you know, I'm trying to be more productive with my life, you know, you can go to our site and we've got a category of, you know, 
apps that we think fit into the productivity category. And so, uh, you know, there's only a few of them right now because we're still uh, new to the world. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll build that out and see so you could go and you could see all the apps uh, that we recommend, you know, for productivity. And you can read a little excerpt of why we think it's the best. You could, there's a link right there. You can click to read the full review if you want, or, you, you know, you can go to the app store and you can buy it right there. Um, you know, same with iPhone, you know, you go, hey, what are all the best iPhone apps that you guys recommend? So you could go and it's kind of the same layout. Um, so there's like a bajillion different ways that people could read it. And I think that they're all uh, well presented and, and hopefully helpful and hopefully relevant. So I, I don't think there's one right or, or wrong way to read the read the site. I want to take a quick break to thank our first sponsor for this week's episode. And it's a new sponsor, FreshBooks. Are you still using Word or Excel to create invoices? Do you use a shoebox of receipts to keep track of your expenses? Well, you can save time and get paid faster with FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners just like you. That's directly to you, Sean. Save time, billing, and get paid faster. With FreshBooks, you can easily create invoices online, capture and track expenses on the go, and get real-time business reports with a few simple clicks. You can try FreshBooks for free. You can sign up today at getfreshbooks.com. You'll be signing up for free at getfreshbooks.com. But here's the delicious part. You may remember this from from some time ago. I remember from being a 5x5 listener of old. FreshBooks is doing something awesome for listeners of Command Space. Every day, they're giving away a birthday cake. It doesn't have to be your birthday. It's just for someone who signs up for a new account by listening to this show. So for your chance to win, enter Command Space in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up for your new account. So with FreshBooks, every day could be your birthday. So go to sign up now at getfreshbooks.com. Thanks so much to FreshBooks for their support of the show. I would like to have a birthday cake. Well sent. then, go to getfreshbooks.com, Sean, and sign up by saying... And then I'll... Uh, sure. Can I invoice you? Yes. Via FreshBooks, right. please. That's perfect. Well, it's free, so you know. You don't need to invoice me for anything straight away. Will do. Now, here's well, a... I can't think of a better term than this, so I'm sure people will groan when they hear it. But is there a mission statement for the suite setup? Like... What are you? What are you like going from now and into the future? Like, what are you trying to create? Um, yeah, I think it's mostly. Well, if you go to our, let me just pull it up right now. Go to sweetsetup.com slash mission statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, it says right there. We recommend the best apps for your iPhone, iPad, and Mac. Um, you know, and I think that's that. I mean, that kind of sums it up. That's our goal. That's what we're trying to do, and. You know, part of my my philosophy or part of my motivation behind this was, um, you know, when iOS seven first came out, and uh, you know, the calendar app on iOS seven, the the default calendar app, is it it it's, it kind of sucks. And so I was, you know, I'm, I'm getting you know tweets from people because I'm, you know, I'm I, I write a lot. I'm in the the Mac space, you know, with with SeanBonk.net. And so you know, I, people would be, you know, emailing me or, or tweeting to me and saying, you know, hey, do you have any recommendations for an alternative to the the calendar app on iOS seven because I don't like it? And so that's kind of like, like that's one of the main reasons why the site exists is basically people going, you know, hey, help, 
You know, what are, you know, I, I deal with PDFs all the time. Is there a better way to, to use them on my iPad? You know, I don't know. Is there? Yes, there is. And guess what? We tried out like 20 different PDF apps and, you know, spent hundreds of hours and hundreds of dollars on these apps. So we could recommend, you know, this one as as being the best. And so that's kind of the 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 goal is to help not only with, um, you know, solving people's problems in terms of, trying to find the right app for, for their need or for their job, um, but also helping with discoverability. Like when you go to the app store itself, uh, you know, for iPhone and, and for the iPad, uh, it, it can actually be really, really difficult to find the the best of the best when, you know, you search for something. And uh, a lot of times, you know, I mean, the the search on the app store stuff is, is very broken. The, there's times where I've gone looking for a specific app. I search for it by name. Yep. And it still doesn't even come up. Like as we're recording this, there was a, an app yesterday that launched called Jelly. You, you you must have heard of it, Sean. Oh, I heard of it. And I just tried to search for it in the App Store and just got loads of games instead. You know, I just wanted to try it out, and it was basically impossible via search for me to find this application, even by name, as you say. So I agree with that. It's difficult. Let alone exactly. if you search calendar, the word, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You search for a category, you know, calendar app, you know, you're going to end up with a lot. And, and more often than not, um, it's at least it seems to me, some of the, the worst choices or the like the, the subpar choices are the ones that actually show up first. And, you know, I have no idea what's going on over there with the search algorithms, uh, you know, at the, the iTunes store. But in any case, you know, obviously we, we don't have an index of every app on the app store on our site. So if you go, you know, you go to this week's setup and if you search for Jelly, well, you know, we haven't recommended the Jelly app yet. I don't know if we ever will. Um, you know, so you won't find it on our site either. But um, hopefully helping with discoverability in terms of if there's a, a particular type of app or a particular category that you're looking to to find some apps for, you know, yeah, over time, hopefully we'll we'll really fill out fill out our catalog. I think we've got like twenty or twenty five apps right now that we've uh, done reviews of and and kind of claim that this is the best for this uh, particular use case scenario. You know, and you know, hopefully a year from now we'll have one hundred and twenty five, and then you know, mm-hmm. things will just continue to grow. So, do you um, do a lot of people find out about the site via like searching on Google and stuff? Like, uh, like what's the best calendar app type deal? Do you get a lot of traffic through that at the moment? Yeah, I mean that's not a, a dominating traffic source. I think most of it is, uh, you know, uh, through links and referrals of you know p- friends of the site on Twitter and, and their websites and things like that. But we do, uh, we are seeing good search engine results, and and hopefully that'll obviously grow as the site gets a little bit older. We're still new, yeah. But uh, yeah, people, and that was one of that's one of the reasons why we, you know, uh, you know, we try to be plain speak, but it's also actually you know good SEO to be kind of transparent in in the language, and so we say. You know, the best podcast client for iOS is, you know, Pocket Casts. And, you know, so if someone goes to Google, what's the best podcast client? You know, hopefully, you know, that's, that's pretty familiar terms to the, the language that we're using on our site. You know, hopefully then uh, our search results pop up and they'll read the site. And maybe they buy Pocket Casts from us and I'll, I'll get a nickel for that. And, uh, you know, if enough people do that, then I can keep the lights on. So you mentioned previously about contributors. So it's it's not just you that's writing these articles. Um, you work with a bunch of people uh, who are like specialists in, in in a certain subject. And you you gave an example of like Dr. Drang and calculators, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Why did you decide to do it this way? Why didn't you just... Because I'm sure that, you know, I, I, I'm i sure that you're paying these people to write these articles for you. They're like freelancers, I guess. Correct. So why didn't you just write all of these, this stuff yourself? You know a lot about Appshun. I do, and I, I think I could do a really good job writing it myself, except that, you know, if I was writing it myself, we'd have like five articles written right now as opposed to the 25 that we have. Um, you know, I am I still want to do most of my writing uh, over at SeanBlanc.net and then uh, helping give leadership to the suite setup, you know, and giving a chance for other people that are just as capable as me uh, to do some writing. But also, I think that when you, you get guys that know what they're talking about, they, um, you know, they're able to write about it in a, in a different way. And there's things that are important about, uh, you know, the app that they're, they're discussing that you may not have known were important, um, because you're not an expert in that field. And so obviously I'm not getting, um, not every single app is written by someone who is an expert in that area, but I'm trying to find people that are at least competent enough to, to really know what they're talking about and then to do the research and to learn, uh, what they may need to to learn to know uh, to to finish out the article and make it uh, you know top notch I guess I and and it's you know it's it's more fun I think when you've got a yeah. lot of people contributing um, it I think it just makes it more sustainable to to keep it being updated on a regular basis and um, you know I personally I'm not right now I'm I'm kind of taking all the money that I'm making and putting it back into the site by you know paying these contributors and trying to pay them as much as I possibly can afford. And uh, hopefully can you know pay them even more in the months to come as the site grows and um, and things like that. And it's 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 more fun, you know, working with other people and and kind of building out a little bit of a team and having that workflow and stuff like that. It's 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 really enjoyable um, as opposed to the generally lonely endeavor of of writing all by yourself. Do you um how do you decide who to work with? Do you think of a person and then think of something that'd be awesome at, or do you think of a, like a a category and then try and find the right person for that? Uh, I've been thinking of the category first and then trying to find a person for it. Um, so for instance, right now I'm, I'm really wanting to, to get an article written about the best password management app for, uh, you know, the Mac and, and the iPhone. And, uh, you know, I, I think you could say, oh, well, gee, I already know the answer to that. And, you know, maybe, maybe you do, but I still want to spend the time to do the research. What are the other options out there? Um, and then, you know, it, what's going to support our claim that says, you know, if, if it's one password, you know, what's the proof that one password really is the best and things like that. Um, you know, and I'm so far, I haven't yet landed someone that, that I think could really knock that one out of the park. And so, uh, so it, it's just kind of waiting to be written. Cause there's interesting stuff in there, right? Because like if we delve into something like one password, um, by looking at competitors, I, I know that there's one that I can't remember the name of from the top of my head now that has like an Android app and a Windows app. Now, mm-hmm. it might not necessarily be the best for the iPhone and the Mac, but it might be good. And then if you also need them on those devices too, well, then you've got it. You know, that sort of thing. And Because I know that one password at the moment, they just have like a reader application for android and if you need one that you can use like fully featured then you may need want to use like another application that is multi-platform and i guess that that's the benefit right it might not necessarily come out as the winner but somebody that's reading through the article can get you know an idea of this is some of the other stuff that you might want to consider with someone else and that sort of thing yeah exactly and uh one of the another great example for that we did a review for weather apps 
and we we ended up picking check the weather by uh, our friend underscore david smith uh who is as the best you know weather app uh with the runner-up being another one called perfect weather uh by my friend david bernard and uh and so basically like these these both both of these apps are really really fantastic um but one of them has much more uh, like the the radar is is very prominent kind of the main feature and that's you know very intentional on on david's part and then with check the weather the the radar is a little bit more hidden and so we ended up going with check the weather just going you know we think a lot of people they just want to launch their app look at it quickly see the forecast and be done uh and so it's sort of like going you know we picked this we think this is our favorite uh for these x xyz reasons but if these other things are more important to you, then this is probably going to be your favorite pick, or you might want to check out, you know, this third option. So kind of have, you know, a little bit of a range in there, variety for, uh, you know, knowing that not everyone's going to agree exactly with what we pick because needs are different. And of course, you know, you were thinking about us guys on the other side of the world who can't use perfect weather. Yes. I knew you were thinking about that. I knew you'd think about me at these these sort of times. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Do you get yeah. um, people pitch to you? You know, say, oh, "I would love to write an article about such and such." Um, I've had a few pitches, um, and uh, so so far, one of, um, the, the the main one I, I took up is uh, with one of the guys who's helping us write uh, a review of all the best clients for App.net. And you know, we're doing one for the iPhone, one for the iPad, and one for the Mac because they actually ended up all kind of being different apps. You know, and he pitched that to me, and I said, "Yeah, let's go for it." Uh, but most of the the contact that I get from writers are just saying, "Hey, I'd love to contribute." You know, let me know. And it, it hasn't been any you know, article pitches yet. What do you prefer to receive? Um, you know, both. Either one. It kind of depends. Um, you know, if someone says, "Hey, you know, I know a whole lot about this certain topic, and um, you know, I I do writing, and you know, I'm, I'm a good writer. I write good." Then uh, you know I'm, I'm definitely going to be interested, but also um, you know I've kind of got like my agenda for for what I consider still to be the low hanging fruit for the the articles that I want to see written, um, and so it's yeah you know, it's kind of you know six of one half a dozen of the other. If I had unlimited funds, well gosh I would just get all these guys writing right away, um, but I have to kind of pick and choose, and you know can only afford to pay about one one writer a week right now. When it comes to to picking uh, the articles. Is it mainly the drive coming from yourself at the moment, or are your you know your your editorial staff are they are they chipping in with ideas too? Yeah, it's it's all of us working together. I kind of I kind of drive that conversation, but we all uh, have a say, and you know I always ask for their input. They're they're great guys. They're really smart. So I want to take a, a quick break to thank our second sponsor for this week's show, but I still have a bunch more to ask you, Sean, if you're willing to stick around. I will. I'll stick around. Thank you. Well, only if, if you're willing to sing this next sponsorship. Can't do that, unfortunately. <sighs> okay. Because it's I had, a, I had a feeling that's what you'd say. This has to be serious. This is serious business here over here. <laughs> okay. It's, it's down to business. We're going to talk about Squarespace for a moment. They are the all-in-one platform that make it fast and easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO1. Squarespace is constantly updating their platform with new features, new designs, and more support. They make sure that your site is going to look fantastic with one of their beautiful templates that you can start 
your site off with. And they also have tons of style options that you can so you can adjust and you can tweak and craft your site to make it your own. And it will absolutely shine. Squarespace takes care of hosting. They take care of SEO and they even make sure that your site looks fantastic on any device that they feature responsive web design with all of their award-winning templates. It's incredibly easy to use, but if you need any help, they have over 70 dedicated employees on the Squarespace customer care team based in New York City. Squarespace's care about design goes across their entire product, not only from their templates that I just mentioned, but also their website, squarespace.com, where you can see a bunch of examples of how people use uh, Squarespace. But it's also in their backend system, their admin panel, and the where your sort of window onto creating your content it all looks fantastic there. They've just updated their page building system called Layout Engine. They've got Layout Engine 2. They've got a bunch of really cool new features there about how you craft your own pages in their WYSIWYG page building tool. You can drag and drop different blocks of content around the page, and it's really, really awesome to use and craft your pages that way. They have their two brand new iOS apps for Squarespace customers, Squarespace Blog, which allows you to post on the go, and Squarespace Metrics, which allows you to view all of your site stats and stuff like that. I want to congratulate Squarespace as they're now 10 years old as of uh, this week. So congratulations to them. And throughout all of January, Squarespace are going to be unveiling new features and new cool little things. So they've unveiled two so far, which is they've re, uh, revamped their own blog, which looks absolutely beautiful. And also Layout Engine 2 is one of these awesome new announcements that they've got. I want you to go and try all this out for yourself because I'm sure that you're going to fall in love with it like I have over the many years that I've used Squarespace. So go and sign up for a free trial right now. There's no credit card needed by going to squarespace.com. And if you decide to purchase, it starts at just $8 a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. And make sure that you get 10% off and support the show by using the code TALLYHO1. That's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-1. So thank you so much to Squarespace for their continued support of 5x5 and command space. So you mentioned earlier, Sean, that you have uh, Stephen Hackett as your managing editor and Jeffrey Abbott as your senior editor. How are they helping you out on, on a daily basis? Like what sort of tasks do they take care of for you? That's a great question. Um, so Steve is in charge of the, uh, I, don't, I don't think he likes to go by Steve. No, he hates it. He's, <laughs> he's just cringed. I can feel it. It's like a disturbance in the faults. And uh, so anyways, he's in charge of the editorial calendar. And also right now he's in charge of the uh, the quick tips that we post each week. So basically he writes those or he reaches out to someone else to write them. And then also, um, you know, as we're you know reaching out to people for their suite setup interviews that we're doing, Stephen decides, you know, when each person's interview is going to get posted, uh, you know, kind of what the, the order of that is going to be. Uh, and then also, um, you know, anything else that might be coming up, he kind of slots it in for for when to, when to publish it, and then kind of makes sure that everything goes on track. Um, you know, and right now, I mean, we're only doing three to four updates a week, so it's it's pretty low key, um, and so he does a great job with it. And then Jeffrey, uh, he does when interviews come in. So you know, uh, like last week we had an interview with Federico Vitici. This week we had one with uh, Ben Bejerin. I think is how you say his last name. I apologize to him if I'm mispronouncing it. Uh, you know, so you know, just interviewing these folks. So um, I'll send them the questions, um, or if Stevens reach out to them, then he sends the questions, and then they send back their answers, and then we forward that to Jeff. Jeff goes through, he edits it, fixes any you know typos, grammatical things. Um, you know, if they didn't include links, he puts in links into the different products or whatever they may be talking about, and then he saves it, 
uh, you know, as as a draft and schedules it to be published. And then uh, also all of the um, uh, like the the big articles that we do. So you know the best you know best pick for the best recipe manager or the best journaling app, whatever it may be that we've done. Um, you know, I'll work with the the author who's doing that, and so I kind of go back and forth with them. They'll submit the draft to me. I'll go through. Uh, we use uh, an editing tool, like an online collaborative editing uh, software. It's called Editorial uh, Editorially. Um, really, really cool. It's by Mandy Brown, Jesus, Santa Maria, some of those guys, um, and it's just become like like indispensable. I can't possibly imagine doing uh, the suite setup without it. And so we, uh, I, I always put the the draft comes in, I put it into editorially, uh, and then you can go through, you know, highlight stuff, make notes, make comments, make changes. Um, and so I kind of work with the author and help them, you know, kind of bring the the article to what I consider, you know, it, it's good. It's got the flow, all the contents there, uh, you know, really happy with it. Cool. And then we invite Jeff to join the article. He jumps in and then he'll go through and he edits it for, you know, spelling, grammar, and, you know, plus a fresh pair of eyes and things like that. Uh, it cleans it all up. And then we port it over to our CMS and, you know, take a picture of the app and, you know, upload the hero image and, you know, get the icon and stuff like that. Brett Terpstra has a really cool, uh, like, terminal utility. I, I don't even know where he figures out how to do this stuff. But, uh, you know, I can just search for an app and then it'll, like, find the icon and send it to me and it, it download it to my desktop. It's just incredible. So, uh, I so there's just a lot of really cool stuff. Like Brett is just sitting there waiting and then he's emailing them to you. <laughs> it's like the Seinfeld episode with Kramer when <laughs> the, the, the movie listings accidentally put his phone number. Have you seen that show? Uh, no, but I can, I can understand. What's so like the people are calling Kramer, uh, thinking he's the movie phone guy for some reason. Cause there's a typo in the newspaper. And he doesn't want to let on that it's the wrong number, so he just has the newspaper there in his living room. And when people call in, you know, and and then you know they're pushing the buttons, but he has no idea what buttons they're pushing. So you, know, why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you'd like to see? You know, and then he's <laughs> flipping through the paper to find it's showing at four o'clock. Anyways, that's Brett over there with the, the app app icon request. Why did you decide on Stephen and Jeff? Um, I've been working with Jeff on my site with Schoenbank.net for years. And uh, so we've got a great working relationship, um, you know, get along really well. He's, uh, you know, he's kind of learned my uh, kind of my vision for, you know, what an article looks like in, in terms of, you know, the voice and how how serious it is, but how also kind of a little bit, you know, fun it could be and, and, and things like that. Uh, so we have a really good working relationship. And then I've, you know, known Stephen for years as well, and um, he's been helping me with tools and toys and stuff like that. And he said, hey, you know, I'd love to, he goes, you know, I like writing, but I also really love doing administrative work. Um, I'd love to help, you know, do some managing uh, on, on Sweet Setup. So, so Stephen reached out to me to help with that, and, you know, of course, I said yes. Um, he's a, you know, super, you know, smart guy, a lot of fun. And, uh, and, and so that kind of just, you know, the team just is slowly, you know, kind of come together for the site. And this time, quite interestingly, you're running the ads for the site yourself. You're not using any um, third party for that. Why did you decide to make this decision? Um, I kind of just wanted to see how, how it would go. Um, I've done, you know, I've done both. I've done selling ads myself. I've done, uh, you know, being part of networks. What's great about being part of a network is, um, 
you know, in, in one regard, there's the, the removal of the advertisement and the editorial content, you know, they're separate, um, you know, which I, I, there's value to that, but I also think for, you know, for a lot of sites, I, I think as media is changing, uh, at least in, you know, a lot of the circles that, that I think these sites exist in, uh, people are, are very, you know, much more aware of a lot of the independent developers, independent, um, you know, hardware makers, whatever, kind of these smaller guys with the the smaller websites, there's the relationship there. Um, and I think that people trust us to to keep that relationship clear, to always, you know, be um, upfront about, you know, when this, something's a, an advertisement, when something's a sponsorship, or when something's, you know, our genuine opinion. Uh, and, you know, it's the, the guys that are sponsoring my site right now, um, you know, there's a couple guys, you know, uh, Backblaze is is uh, this week's, and uh, you know Studio Neat has been one, and you know these are services and and stuff that I that I personally also use. So there's uh, you know there's a relationship there, but there's so you know I try to be very clear about things like that. So, anyways, all that to say, I've done it both you know both ways. I thought with the suite setup, it's a new site just launching it, um, so I reached out to some people ahead of time and asked them to kind of be like uh, you know want you know partnering launch sponsors. Uh, for the site, and so they kind of helped me, you know, fill out some of the early weeks of the the site before it went live, and then you know now offering sponsorships as we go. Um, yeah, and, and we'll see how it goes. I, I like the idea of being able to work directly with some of these guys, uh, but it can be time consuming, and so there's there's advantages to doing it yourself, and there's advantages to being part of a network. Um, so so we'll see how it goes. How are you now balancing your time with the multiple properties that you control in the Blanc, the Blanc Media Empire? Um, you know, it's just kind of uh, each day has you know different things that that need my attention. Um, so I don't know. I I, I kind of just do what needs to be done each day for the different things. I still spend most of my my writing time, uh, you know, writing for SeanBlanc.net. Um, but then also, you know, working, you know, doing emails and, and you know, messaging with Stephen and Jeff for the suite setup, working with uh, another guy, Chris Gonzalez, who helps me with uh, tools and toys. Um, you know, but these guys are all really, really smart and they don't need me to like look over their shoulder. So, you know, we kind of all have our roles. We know what's expected of us. And, uh, you know, when when we cross paths at different times during the day because of questions or because of X, Y or Z, uh, you know, then we'll communicate, but I'm not like delegating tasks every day. It's just kind of more, here's your area of responsibility. Um, and then I spend a lot of time working with the contributing authors. That's probably my most time consuming role related to the suite setup. That's, uh, you know, that takes a lot, a lot of time in, in working on these articles and, and getting them to a place where uh, they're, they're clear, they're concise, they're in-depth, they're, um, you know, the, the research is there, the social proof is there. Uh, so that we, I feel like we can, you know, accurately make the claim to say, this is, you know, the best Twitter client for the Mac or whatever it may be. How you like? How are you or are you effectively ensuring that you're spending the time and everything that you need to? So, like for example, it comes to like Wednesday, and you're like, oh, I haven't written that thing that I needed to write for SeanBlanc.net because you've been so busy with with the suite setup. Are you? How are you effectively ensuring that you're making sure that that goes well or, or is that leading from what you were just saying um yeah i'm not that that's a really great question and it's something that i haven't i i think about it but i don't really give any 
energy to it. I kind of just, um, you know, like what am I excited about right now? I'm going to work on that. If there's, you know, like for Sean Blanc, then I don't have any deadlines um, unless it's a particular app. If I want to have, you know, if I'm beta testing an app and I want to have a review out, you know, right when the app come, goes live, that's pretty much the only time I ever have a deadline with SeanBlanc.net. So I have a lot of leeway there in regards to, you know, what I write and when I write it. Um, my main thing is just that I'm, you know, keeping the site updated on a regular basis. And so if I'm, you know, if I've got, you know, extra time, you know, if things are, are kind of slow on the suite setup and I'm able to put, you know, a couple extra hours per day on SeanBlanc.net, then awesome. If the suite setup is being extremely demanding and I'm only able to put, you know, I'm, I'm able, I have to steal some of my other time to work on suite setup. Like it's all just, you know, it's just, it's just all my time. And these are all the sites that I'm doing. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think a lot of people, there's, you know, a lot of cross readership, I have no doubt. And so, um, at the end of the day, it's all just being published out there for people to read. Um, you know, which site it's on is, you know, I, I think kind of important, but also in some regards, it's sort of splitting hairs. Um, you know, are, are we creating great things? Are we doing some great work and, and putting it out there and helping people, um, you know, which, which site it ends up on? You know, it's, it's great, but at the end of the day, like if I wrote an article here but didn't get to write one there, well, I still wrote the article, if that makes does, – does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Um, have you learned anything so far from the suite setup that you've been able to take back to your other properties? Like, have you learned any valuable lessons yet? Uh, I don't know if I've learned anything that like directly relates to like I don't know if building the suite setup I can't think of any direct correlations for how it's made me um, keep Chamblon.net updated you know better or or doing better writing for it um, I have learned that being an editor in chief is extremely extremely difficult <laughs> and very time consuming. Um, but also a lot of fun. I love that, um, you know, I love working with the team. I love having, you know, these guys that are helping me. And I also love working with these contributing authors and, and just building more relationships with these guys. Um, you know, I've been doing net pretty much on my own for like three years now. And it's been really, really great to have, uh, you know, sort of step away from the, you know, the Lone Ranger uh work and and start working with other people and some of these relationships are um you know kind of relationships i've had in passing and now i'm getting to work with some of these authors uh you know and so there's a lot more communication with them and it's been really great to get to know them and kind of learn how they work and things like that and uh it's just been really great so that's kind of been one of my favorite favorite takeaways so you're saying that like the being the editor-in-chief is is hard work um has has doing the sweet setup given you any new appreciation or love for writing at SeanBlanc.net? Oh, absolutely. I think so. That's that's a really great question. It's um it's given me another outlet for like the sweet setup has given me this other creative outlet where I'm doing something else besides writing. And so then as I'm you know, doing this other stuff that's not writing, it's sort of like, you know, fuels you up and you know like slingshots you gets you you know more excited to then jump over and and do do the writing at seanblanc.net um and i kind of feel like i've gotten a little bit more liberty for the topics that i do and don't have to cover over at seanblanc.net because 
there's, you know, I've got this whole other website where I know we're going to be able to cover certain things. And, um, you know, there's this completely different voice and a different tone, different editorial scheduling and, and style of the suite setup that, um, you know, I'm really, really proud of. And so in a way, it sort of feels like now SeanBlock.net has become slightly, um, I, I mean this in the best w- way, it's almost like SeanBlock.net has become a little bit less professional. Like it's even um, a little bit more personal and a little bit more uh, off the cuff. And I think that, um, I think some of the best work for SeanBlock.net is is in the near future uh, because of sort of this this different editorial style and voice that I'm I'm helping to build on the suite setup. That's sort of I don't know. It's kind of given me just a different perspective for the work that I'm doing on SeanBlock.net, and I think it's for the better. Now, Sean, I just want to thank our last sponsor, and I have a couple, a few more questions before I let you go today. All right. So our last sponsor for today's episode is Shutterstock.com. This is where you're going to find over 28 million images, stock photos, vectors, illustrations, and over 1 million video clips. You can start your search over at Shutterstock.com now to find the perfect image for your website, ad, publication, or just about any other creative project. Shutterstock.com gives you a global image collection to find images from across the world to suit your project. You can choose between image packs and monthly subscription packages. Whatever fits your needs, you never have to compromise. If you need just one image for your blog or a mock-up or maybe for a hero image for your app review, you can grab those. Or if you want to, I don't know, if you want to get one of those monthly subscription packages because you know you're going to have a bunch of posts in a month that you want to do, well, you can have it all. You, You don't have to fit into a way of working that they prescribe. You just choose however you want to work over at Shutterstock. And every time you visit, you're going to find something new since they add over 20,000 new images every single day and 12,000 videos every single week. And it's more affordable than you think. They don't charge you any extra for large files. You can download any image in any size and pay just one price. As you're searching around at Shutterstock, you can easily curate and share your pictures via lightboxes. So you choose your favorite pictures and videos, add them to a lightbox gallery as you look around, and then you can review them later and pick the ones that you want to buy. They also have an iPad app as well that you can do this on too. They also have enhanced license access if you need that, and they can also give you a dedicated account rep who will be able to answer you any questions as well as their 24-hour support that they have during the week. They also have a huge library of vectors, icons, and infographic templates if you need any of those as well. They have all of the media you need at Shutterstock.com. So go sign up for a free browser account now at Shutterstock.com. There's no credit card needed. And when you find the images that you like and decide to purchase, use the offer code CMD114. So that's CMD114. That's going to get you 25% off any package that you put together over at Shutterstock.com. Thank you so much to Shutterstock for sponsoring the show. So when the when the site launched, Sean, I'm sure that you had a level that you wanted to meet for like for traffic and excitement about the site. Was it a successful launch for you? Did it live up to your expectations? Yeah, I was actually kind of blown away. Um, you know, I was all I was I was hoping that the site would get um you know I was, I was thinking you know, if we get 20,000 page views the first day then uh you know, that's that's going to be good. 
you know, I, th- I thought that that would be great. Kind of my, my goal for the trip for the site, you know, kind of first, uh, you know, the first few months, I was like, you know, if we do 20,000 in the first day, that's going to be like, you know, more than what I even expect as our, our daily average, uh, you know, as just starting off. So if we do that, I'll, I'll, I'll be blown away. Um, and we ended up doing 200,000 page views in the first day. So wow. I kind of, I, I, I was like, I just didn't even have words. I was like, holy cannoli. You know, that, that's, that's the only words I could think of. Um, so the, the launch was super successful, really happy, uh, you know, very well received, a lot of, a lot of really great feedback. Um, you know, and it's, it's, you know, obviously we're not continuing to do 200,000 page views a day. Uh, you know, but things have gone really, really well. And, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people tracking with the site, a lot of, you know, just really, really great feedback. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm really proud of the work that we've been doing on there. So I think, you know, so far it's, it's been, you know, two thumbs up, very successful. What's in store for the future of the site? Like what, what sort of things do you have in mind that you want to work on? Uh, I just want to keep, you know, finding really, really great apps and, and doing these reviews and, and our picks for the best type of app. Um, you know, I'd like to do, uh, you know, kind of focus on that, building it out. I really want to get into to fitness apps, you know, parenting and kids apps, budgeting apps. Some of these are, 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 are tough categories. And so uh, sure. I'm hoping that we can continue to build out uh, an editorial staff that, you know, I've got some guys that I've worked with on on multiple articles. And so hopefully I can continue to work in, keep working with them and, and maybe even bring on some additional uh, regular contributors that, that kind of get a, um, you know, get a flow like that they know what they're working on. One of the advantages of working with some of these guys that really know what they're talking about is that, you know, they write an article that, that clearly they know what they're talking about. But one of the disadvantages is that I, um, they don't always write it. You know, maybe it's not as long as I'd like it to be, or the, the flow is not quite there or, you know, there's social proof missing or, you know, certain data points that would like to be included. Um, and so it takes time working with them to say, hey, you know, I want to, you know, let's build this out. Let's include this. Let's include that. Um, so there's a lot of back and forth sometimes. Uh, so it'd be nice, you know, to to kind of continue to grow the staff to the point where we've got guys that, um, you know, can, you know, have a guy that really knows about finance stuff. And maybe he's our, you know, financial contributor in terms of, you know, uh, covering finance apps and things like that and build this, you know, editorial relationships with some of these guys. Um, So I guess we'll see. But we're, you know, we're still super young. We're not even two months old yet. So site's practically brand new still. Do you ever think that maybe one day in the future you you would want to maybe take outside of the website, maybe an app for the site or like a magazine or something like that? As, as, as As these thoughts ever crossed your mind before? Yeah, they have. Um, you know, I, if, if we were going to do an app, it'd be like, what would be the advantage? You know, we'd have to answer certain questions first. Like, you know, the what would make an app better than just going to the website? Like, we've got a nice website that looks great on your iPhone. So how, um, you know, what would be the, the advantages of having an app over just going to the website? You know, if we did a magazine, um, you know, what would be in it? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, but I, I'm, I'm definitely open to stuff like that. I'm always have, like, you know, be fun you know, I don't know, maybe one day we'll do a sweet setup podcast. I don't know. We'll see. Podcasts of the future. Just, That's just, what I hear. Just putting that out there. And, I mean, this probably seems like a crazy question to ask, but do you have any other projects that you're working on right now? <laughs> or are you just about tapped out? Uh, maybe I'm working on one or two. Oh. Uh. <laughs> of course you are. 
No, I've got a, there's another book that I'm, I'm working on that, that, um, that I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then, uh, I do over on SeanBlank.net. I have a membership, you know, people can sign up, pay a couple bucks a month. And I do this members only podcast. I do it every day. It's called Sean today. And something I'd like to do is, uh, I've, I've got a lot of ideas for that show. I, I, I think it could be, um, you know, it'd be, it'd be cool to kind of build out what it's already, uh, is right now. Um, and so one of the things is, you know, maybe doing once a day or once a week, have one of the, the episodes that I do be more, uh, you know, have it be a public podcast. Um, and then I've got some other ideas for starting to have guests on the show and, and diving into some specific topics and things like that. Um, so we'll see. Well, sounds good. Just one thing at a time, right? Yeah. And then you just have 20 things going at once, but that's fine. Just keep out, just keep adding one at a time. You'll get there. So Mr. Blanc. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's always an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and I'm pleased that we was able to to delve into the suite setup. Where can people go to to find out more about you and to keep in touch with everything that you're up to online? Uh, my site, SeanBlanc.net. The suite setup is thesuitesetup.com, and uh, you know that, that's that's where you find me. And you're on Twitter, right? You're at SeanBlanc. I am. So you can want to keep up with me. I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. As I mentioned at the top of the show, if you want to find the show notes for this week's episode, which you should because I've been collecting loads of links for all the stuff that we've been talking about, you can find those over at 5x5.tv slash C-M-D-S-P-A-C-E slash 78. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Command Space. Thanks to Sean for being my guest. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.